You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 56. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, I'm glad you did. Welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk all about slumps, what a slump is and how to get out of the slump that you might be in. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. And let's dive right into this. So here's what we're going to cover today. We just finished the holidays. As I'm recording this podcast right now, it's January. So we just finished with Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's and everything that goes with that time of year, which for a lot of us means eating with abandon and enjoying it. But then we want to get back on track. So what we're going to talk about are slumps where you're not doing what you know you should be doing, what you used to be doing that was giving you results that you wanted. But for one reason or another, you're no longer doing those things. So what we're going to cover is what a slump looks like, what it might look like in your life and what it feels like. We're also going to cover the signs that you might get that you may not have noticed that you're slipping into a slump. So next time you could catch it sooner. We're going to talk about why it happens. And of course, you know me, We're going to talk about what's behind it, the thinking that creates the slump. And if you're already in a slump, what are your choices? You know, you can go deeper, you can stay stuck, or you can get out. And I would guess that if you're in a slump, you want to get out. So we're going to talk about how to get out, exactly how to do it, and what to think about going forward. So let's talk about this. What is a slump and what does it look like in your life? A slump is when you're having trouble motivating yourself. You're having trouble doing what you know works, and you're having trouble doing what will give you the results that you want. You know what to do in most cases, but you simply can't get yourself to do it. So you stop doing what works. And this can be a gradual thing, or it can be a sudden thing. You're suddenly out of your routines. Now, As I mentioned right now, when I'm doing this recording, we just finished the holidays. So sometimes during the holiday season, you might get off track. But what happens in a slump is that instead of picking yourself up and going back on that more narrow structured road that worked for you at one time, you're staying on the wider, looser road. You're not doing what you know it takes. And it's hard to get yourself back in that mindset from where you are now to where you were. Or maybe you're just starting on this journey and you never were there and you're coming to this and you're thinking, I don't feel motivated, but I know this is something I want. How do I get myself motivated again? Now, what does it feel like when you're in a slump? You probably know this, but I'm going to tell you, you feel apathetic. You will say something to yourself like, I just don't care. I just don't care if I do this or not. I don't care if I change my eating. I don't care if I lose weight. I don't really care what size I am. And you don't want to try. So 
If you rise above and look down at your life and yourself, that apathy, those thoughts about not caring in the big picture of your life, you know that they're not true, but in the moment, it feels like they're true. And when you have that feeling, you may not be looking deeper and trying to figure out what am I thinking that's causing the feeling of apathy. So some of the signs that you're slipping into a slump all have to do with quality, quantity, and frequency. And I'm talking about quality, quantity, and frequency of the foods that you eat. It may be sudden, it may be little by little, but here's what usually happens. You may start eating foods that you don't normally eat, foods that have no stopping point, foods that are hard for you physiologically to say no to. So it may be that the quality of what you're eating starts going down little by little by little, and you don't notice it because it's just a little bit here and a little bit there. And you may tell yourself something like, ooh, look what I got away with. I can eat whatever I want and it's not gonna show up. It's not gonna matter, I'm getting away with it. Another thing that you may be doing is little by little, experimenting and increasing the quantity of what you're eating. And again, it's just a little here, a little there, where you go above the body's feeling of lightly satisfied and you get away with it. Nothing happens and you get used to doing that. And then the third thing is frequency. You start doing one or all of these things more often. You lower the quality of what you're eating, you increase the quantity of what you're eating, and then you increase the frequency that you're doing all of this. And the end result, if we made an equation is, you're in a slump, it's official. So you're in a slump, you're not motivated, you know it's not true for what you truly want in your life, that you want to stay where you are and you really don't care. But in the moment, that's how it feels, it feels real. So let's look inside your head at why it happens. You know that everything you do comes originally from something that you're thinking. This is basic cognitive behavioral psychology. You have a thought, your thought creates a feeling, an emotion, and your feeling is what leads you to take an action or to not take an action. Let's say that you were a pretty good regular exerciser and then you went through the holiday and you slowed down on that habit and you ended up creating a new habit of not exercising. So an action can be something that you do or something that you're choosing to not do. So let's back up a little bit. If you start having thoughts like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of paying attention to my hunger. I need a break. Maybe it's not so important to me right now. All of those thoughts are clearly going to take you in the direction of feeling resigned, feeling mentally tired, feeling apathetic, you just don't care. And when you have those emotions, it's also clear to see that your actions are going to change. Because if you feel resigned and mentally tired and apathetic, you are not going to go out and prep your meals and plan your food and make sure you have some good snacks with you. You're not going to care. So those actions won't be done. They won't be taken by you. So what you're thinking 
if you do it again and again and again, it will become a new little habit in your brain and you will get used to thinking that way, even though it's not what you truly want. And once that new pathway forms in your brain, because maybe you've done this 10 times, maybe you just went through something that led you towards feeling like, no, I'm going to put this on the back burner for now. But the end result is that you now feel like you're officially in a slump, you don't care, and you don't know how to get out of it. So you're in the slump. What are your choices right now? Well, you can go deeper into the slump and stay there. You can stay stuck where you are right now, not go deeper, but just stay there, ruminating and being uncomfortable, or you can get out. Let's look at each choice. I know what you want. You know what you want. But let's examine why it's hard or easy to do any of these things. So you're in a slump. What are your choices? So one choice is to stay stuck. And that would be where you continue to not take any of the actions that you know work for you. Why would you do that? Because you continue to think thoughts that make you feel like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. I wish I weren't in this slump, but I'm stuck and I don't really know what to do. Those thoughts and feelings make you unmotivated. There's nothing really that you want to do or think that you could do to get out. So you just ruminate the same thoughts go around and around in your head and you're not challenging them. You're not saying, is that really true? Is it really true that I don't want this? Is it really true that I don't know how to get out? Is there really no action I can take to make things different? If you don't create those thoughts to create a feeling of hope, that's what will keep you stuck. You will stay where you are. People can stay where they are for years. Did you ever wake up and look in the mirror and get on the scale and realize that your whole body has changed, but you don't really remember exactly how you got to where you are? Because it's so gradual, it's over time. And if thoughts are painful, we all have the tendency to put them out of our mind, to think about something else, to not stay focused on it, but to just mentally put it away. So that might be what's going on for you if you stay stuck. Now, another choice that wouldn't be a conscious choice, but nevertheless, it would be a choice, would be to go deeper into the slump. So you know that's not what you want. But if you're in the habit and if you have some beliefs about yourself, about what you're able to do and what you're not able to do, particularly what you're not able to do, these are the kinds of thoughts that will make you go deeper into the slump. And it might be something like, I knew this would happen. I knew I couldn't lose weight. See, it just doesn't work for me. There's something wrong with me. As I say those thoughts myself, and they don't apply to me, I don't think those things about myself, I still get a very subdued down feeling just thinking them, just trying them on and describing them to you. So can you imagine if you truly had those beliefs that you weren't capable of making change, that this was for other people, but not for you? If you secretly have any thoughts about the fact that you're different and not in a good way, but you're different 
and there's something wrong and you just can't do this. I urge you to examine those thoughts and challenge them and decide, make a conscious choice that those thoughts are not serving you. There is no truth to them and don't go looking for proof of their truth. Just try to take a leap of faith and believe me when I say that if you have thoughts that it's you and that there's something uniquely wrong with you, please take my word that these are simply practiced habitual thoughts, but you're in a pattern of thinking them and thinking these thoughts would make you feel hopeless. And then the actions you take would be to continue eating above and beyond your physical satisfaction, to continue to eat when you're not hungry, to begin eating, and to eat the quality of foods that definitely don't make you feel great in your physical body. So if you find yourself going deeper, please pause and listen to this again, because it's just a bad thinking and believing habit. And remember that a belief is just something that you think again and again and again. Now, what's the third choice? If you're in a slump, remember we said you can stay where you are, you can go deeper into pain, or you can get out. Now, getting out also is going to involve how you think. It's going to involve creating a thought that is believable, but makes you feel better than where you are now. So you're not going to go from thinking, oh, I just don't know if I care anymore, to I'm excited to take care of myself. We know that's not realistic, right? It's not believable for you. But I want you to inch your way out of the negative thoughts that put you in the slump. Because even though you feel bad in the slump, you're getting used to it. And that's dangerous. When you get used to it, it's uncomfortable, but it's familiar. And we can stay in discomfort that feels familiar for a very long time. So I want you to get out of the slump. You want to get out of the slump. Let's talk about that. How do you get out? Well, in order for you to take the actions, which is to work on eating from hunger, to manage all the thoughts in your head that create the moods that you have, not to be happy all the time, but to feel pretty good most of the time, and to take the actions for eating moving your body, taking good care of yourself, giving yourself a little self-love, all those things are going to put you back on track. But they're not what you're used to doing in the slump. In the slump, you're used to doing the opposite. So what I want you to do is knowing that you need to get out of the slump, you need to change your thoughts, but you need to change them only to a level that's believable to you and inch your way up the scale. And I want you to expect discomfort because you're going against what feels natural for you. Even if you know what feels natural in the slump is wrong, it still feels natural. So you have to ignore that old pathway in your brain and create a new one. And it won't take that long. You used to have it. And it's just that you started to do new things recently that put you on a new path. Also, I would love for you to consider going through this, doing this with compassion. I know when you're not where you want to be in your body and when you're taking actions that you don't feel good about, and certainly when you're getting a result that you don't want, I know that it's tempting 
to be mad at yourself, to be angry and to hate yourself even. That's not going to help you. And it's not going to feel good. I want you to get where you want to go feeling good, not forcing yourself and twisting your own arm and pushing yourself uphill the entire way. So if you can say to yourself, you're not where you want to be, but you did the best you knew how, and now you're going to do something different. Even something like that, which may be more neutral than positive, is going to make it easier for you to think of a new thought, create a new feeling, get yourself to do what you used to do before the slump easier than forcing it with hatred. That's all that we're going to cover on this subject today. But here's what I want you to think about and focus on going forward. You have to really want what it is you want to do, feel, or accomplish. So if you truly do want to change your eating, I would suggest that you go back to the book. You can grab the book in the show notes and do either the miracle question, which is one of the worksheets in that book, or do creating your end game. Both of them are ways to help you remind yourself that yes, even though in the moment you don't feel like it and you think you don't care, you do care, but you have to remind yourself of why you care and create those feelings of desire for what it is you want, that you've got to get yourself to do these things. Know that the slump is going to come up for you as you try to change your behavior again. Expect it to come up. Know what the words are. Know that maybe it's typical for you to say, oh, who cares? Or this isn't working. I want you to expect those words, write them down. So when they come up, you recognize them and you could say, oh, okay, that's just my brain habit. I knew that would happen because that's what I've been practicing. That's what I've been telling myself, but that's not where I want to go. And if you could do that five or 10 times, or maybe a little more, that old way of thinking is going to fade away. And I'm saying this, that sometimes it takes much longer to change a habit of thinking. But if you were doing well and then you went into a slump, your old way of thinking is going to come back faster than you think. So look for situations where you might be thinking, oh, who cares? I don't feel like doing that. And recognize that it's your lower brain giving you the message that you don't care, but that you know that's not really true. And then do it anyway. Whatever it is you're trying to get yourself to do, I want you to do it anyway. Know that it will be uncomfortable, but at the other side of the discomfort is what you want. The old habit back, being motivated, feeling energized, really being clear on what you want and taking steps towards it. So the way to that is through the discomfort. Don't let the discomfort stop you. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step-by-step. And by the way, thinking about how your brain works is exactly the way we deal with your emotional eating and binge eating and any habit of thinking that you have. So we're going to work on those step-by-step until they both become something you used to do because I know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is Cookie, your coach, reminding you that as you search for answers, Keep it real, just like you.